are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Eight teams left in the NFL playoffs. Let's get divisional. Are you ready? Let's go! We are back. Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. And the time, man, the time is now, buddy. What's going on? Not much, not much, man. You know, we got these divisional rounds coming up. We got big excited to talk about these games. I just want to mention real quick, though, uh, big news today. The Raiders hire Antonio Pierce as their head coach. Ooh. No longer in term. I think everyone in the NFL was rooting for this dude, regardless of Raiders fans. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. The energy, uh, the the love that the, the players have for this guy. What was it? Max Crosby said, I ain't going to play for nobody else, man. I'm requesting a trade if he ain't the guy. So. There you go. Some of the big hitters on the Raiders putting their name on it with old Antonio Pierce, man. Congratulations to that guy. Congrats. But guys, we are actually going through the games for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, man. There were some surprises, all kinds of stuff last week, man. How about them Buccaneers, Trey? Yeah, they got the dub. Got the dub against them Eagles, man. Cry, Eagles, cry. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mess with you too bad, buddy. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. As you can see, though, I'm still rocking the Bucks gear because we're still alive. Trey decided to uh, not wear the Jalen Hurts jersey. That's all right, though. Hung it up in the back of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Mister Bakes a lot popping in on the comments. What's good, homies? Raider Nation all day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like it. Big excited for your team, man. That's going to be a really good move, I think, on their part. I think so, too. Quarterback change has got to be in the works, though. Immediately. Um, Guys, but we have got some uh, great matchups going on, man. But before we get into that, man, you know, we got to talk about our friends who this show is actually presented by, and that is Bet Online. Check it out, guys. With NFL playoffs in full swing, um, in the NBA season in full swing. Also, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get the end to the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts, baby. Yes, sir. Bet online, man. Check them out. This show here is presented by Bet Online, man. So uh, check those guys out, Trey. Check them out. Um, but man, hey, let's freaking do this, bro. Let's let's, do, let's do this thing, man. Uh, let's hop to the first game that's on Saturday, baby. We've got the Texans at the Ravens. Over-under for this game is 46 points. Vegas have the Ravens picked to win by 9.5. And, and a little extra on here, I got some money line odds for you. You can get the Texans at plus 320 just for winning. Ooh, plus 320, man. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, Who you got, man? Who you thinking? 
Yeah, man, so this is tough. I went back and forth on this game because, you know, logically everything tells me Ravens, but but after watching that last game with C.J. Stroud and the way they played, man, it, it's got to give some Texans hope, man, because it's given me hope for Texans. Um, you know, I, I do think that the Ravens tend to choke in the playoffs, you know. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson is 0-2 in the divisional round, but the Texans are 0-4 in the divisional round. Um, but they didn't have C.J. Stroud then, and they did have Lamar Jackson then. So that's the thing that kind of – uh, diversifies it for me. So, I, I, honestly, I, I got to go with the Texans. Woo! The Texans with the upset. Hey, I'm riding with you, man. I'm riding with you, uh, taking the Texans also, man. They just, bro, here's the thing, man. I, I'm going to just go ahead and get into it. Look, I think the Browns' defense is better than the Ravens' defense, and C.J. Stroud didn't look like he struggled even a little bit in that game, man. Um, I mean, C.J. Stroud, man, coming out of, I mean, basically nowhere, just doing big things, man. Nico Collins. Nico Collins, man, over 1,200 yards this season, plenty of touchdowns, had a few games where he was out, but um, this team is is scary, actually, man. Like, And I think... I can honestly say that I undervalued the the Texans going into last week into that game because uh, I didn't see them coming and just laying a whooping down on the Browns for sure, man. Um, I mean, the way Joe Flacco and the Browns were playing, I just I didn't see it, man. I just feel like I seen holes in the Texans' offense, but last week, man, they were on point, man. They they could do no wrong. Don't you think? Yeah, man. And I know Joe Flacco threw two pick sixes, which definitely benefited the game. Um, but if you watch, it really, to me, what what, what surprised me the most was how um, most of their touchdowns or, or just their most of their touchdowns were scored on big plays or big plays led up to a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And you would watch, you know, the, uh, the, the, the way the play was drawn. Uh, they they ripped that defense apart. You know what I mean? They they knew what to do. They knew how to do it, and they executed it perfectly. And if they can do that against the Ravens, I mean, it's OB for Lamar. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. And in, in the Texans run uh, run game, uh, run defense. I'm sorry, their defense is playing very well too, man. I mean, I mean, people are able to score on them, but when it counts, it seems like they're coming through. So I mean. I- it's I'm with you. I think Texans take the dub in this game. It's hard to say the Ravens, the one seed, man, they've worked so hard to get this far. And I mean, it's, it's insane to me uh, to think that the Texans could come in and clean house, but I mean, let's kind of talk about the Ravens for a minute. I mean, they've kind of gone under the radar, you know what I mean? As, as one of those teams uh, that have just seemed to be, you know, killing it, but nobody was talking about them. It's weird, right? You know why? It's because they weren't doing anything amazing, extravagant. You know, they weren't blowing things out of the water, but they were getting those W's, man. And I think that's kind of what, 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 what they want you know what i mean you're getting w's everything else doesn't matter it doesn't matter let's talk about lamar jackson okay mvp season his second mvp i mean it's basically a a foregone conclusion that he's gonna win it um and um the way he's playing he's still doing what he's doing but he's getting the ball down the field okay his favorite target mark andrews is out been out for a while so zay flowers is having to clean up some of that slack um but I mean, you got a rookie. You got to rely on a rookie. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, and they do have Odell, who uh, tends to really take off in the playoffs. It's kind of his uh, shining spotlight normally. 
Um, so, you know, that there's always that there, you know, obviously their running back room is all over the place and they've kind of just switched guys in and out all year, but they've managed to get dubs. Um, you know, I don't think the Texans are going to have to work too hard on the running game, um, you know, to shut these guys down because none of the run Ravens running backs are just great running backs. You know, that's why they have to mix it up so much. Um, Lamar Jackson is the best running back on the team. So Absolutely. that's um, obviously something the Texans are going to have to control, which I'm sure they're ready for it. I mean, they were ready for the Browns. I think they'll be ready for the Ravens. Man. What about Dalvin Cook? Do you think Dalvin Cook makes any kind of difference in this game? Yeah, it definitely uh, worries me with Dalvin Cook because I love Dalvin Cook, but he hasn't done much this year to shine, and, and that could have been the Jets and, and not just on Dalvin Cook. But he's only been on the team a co uh, like a week and a half or so, I think. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, with how long, how much can you really get in there? I mean, I, I doubt he gets more than, you know, uh, you know, 15, 20% of the snaps, if that. Sure, sure. But you may say that he has fresh legs because he really didn't do anything. I mean, um, with the Jets, you know, he barely got any opportunities. Not like he did much with the opportunities he did have, but, you know, that's something. Very true, very true. But on the flip side of the ball, Devin Singletary has been running down people's throats all year, and, yep. and he's he looked great last week against the Browns. So. Yeah, yeah, no, he 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 has, you know, the last year with the Bills, it was actually surprising to me that the Bills were able to let this guy go because I thought that him and James Cook would make a great combo if they figured out how to use them together properly because last year Devin Singletary just started taking off, man, and um I guess they just saw more in James Cook of what they liked and they felt like they could really throw anybody else in there as a filler, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, man. So, yeah. I mean, let's see the Texans. Let's think about the Texans a little bit here, man. What do you think is the game changer, man? What do you think is the, the thing that's going to help them beat the Ravens in this matchup? I think it's just the determination and the want, man. You know, you got C.J. Stroud coming in, and it's it's given me, uh, you know, Joe Burrow from a couple of years ago whenever they kind of shocked the world and 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 made it all the way to the Super Bowl. You know, it, it's really looking like that to me. Mm -hmm. um, but then you got uh, C.J. Stroud, you got Nico Collins, you got Devin Singletary, you got Dalton Schultz. You got great guys on this team, um, and they're underrated because they're the Texans, you know, and no one's really ever expected the Texans to amount to anything. Uh -huh. um, and, and they're doing exactly that, so. Um, I, I think it's this, you know, I think the Ravens definitely need to make sure that they don't undervalue this team walking into it. Absolutely. And then that is something, man. The expectations on the Texans were not anything at the beginning of the season. Nobody was talking about the Texans coming in and everybody knows they're in a rebuild. They got their rookie quarterback, CJ Stroud. Is he it? Is he him? Is he going to be it? The answer is yes, he is him. CJ Stroud is the man. And, and, and I've watched him in a few interviews and he's just just, just seems like he's nothing is bothering this guy. You know what I mean? Like they were talking to him uh, on, I can't remember what I was watching. They're saying, like, what do you say to all these people that say that? Cause there was a lot of people that said they had no shot against the Browns and that they were fakers. I think Stephen A. Smith actually said that they have no shot against the Browns last week. And he was just like, I guess we're going to find out <laughs> and find out they did. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, though, like I said, the, the expectations on the Texans have been basically nothing. So any, if they would lose this game, I think the fans would it should be happy about oh, that. 100 percent. No, that's the thing is, is that's another thing going in this game is the Texans have nothing to lose. They've already proved themselves. The Ravens have everything to lose because they continue to not prove themselves in the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, the Texans are going to go out there and they're going to have fun and enjoy themselves. And and if the Texans get a lead and the Ravens start, you know, uh, feeling that pressure, I think it's going to be overwhelming. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Um, I guess we got some people uh, playing the uh, fantasy playoffs because Mr. Bakesalot's actually got a question for us, buddy. Oh, okay. You What's didn't up, see that up? coming, did you? Since Mark Andrews is scheduled to sit out this week, would you rather start Reed, Knox, or Tucker Craft in a full PPR? Man, hmm. I really like Jaden Reed this week. I think he's going to be the lead uh, receiver on the Packers team. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, and obviously, I know they're playing the Niners, and that defense is tough, but I really like Reed a lot this week. Yeah, man. I, that's the problem is it's like Reed didn't do a lot in that game last week, and I think that's what's scaring people. Um, I mean, I like Reed. I think Reed is the answer. I don't. I love Dawson Knox, but I don't think he is the answer here. Uh, to me, it's just going to be Tucker Craft versus Reed. And I feel like Reed has the way higher floor here. Don't you agree? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Reed, man. I think that's the call, buddy. I think that's the call. Reed did a did drop a donut last week. Exactly. That's, that's what facts. Mr. Bakes a lot saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Texans at Ravens. The first game. We're gonna find out who is going to the big show AFC championship game. The Ravens haven't been there since 2012 in that Super Bowl year with Joe Flacco. Um I know a lot of Ravens fans are ready to see more from this team. You know, they, they've always been a good team. At least they've had that to root for. But when, when it comes to the playoffs, they really haven't done it for them, man. So um, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, Trey. No doubt. Let's go ahead and pop this thing over to the next game. The second game on Saturday, and I believe this one will be a banger, Trey. We got the Packers at the 49ers. Yes, sir. And uh, over under for this game is actually 49 points. So uh, a little foreshadowing there. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, but Vegas has the 49ers picked to win by 10 uh, higher spread than even the Texans Ravens game, which was surprising to me. Um, but I know the Niners are a dominant force, um, yeah. you know, and, and it's really hard um, to, to pick anybody but the Niners in this matchup. Um, I want to pick the Packers so bad because I, I really have been on Jordan Love all year and bragging about these Packers and watching how well they've played. But the Niners are just um, just too much of a, a strong force. Christian McCaffrey and everything. I, I, if I'm a betting man, I have to go Niners. I mean, it's hard not to, right? It's hard not to take the Niners in this game. I know a lot of Packers fans. Uh, I mean, it's kind of another thing that you know a lot of people didn't see coming. The Packers just killing the Cowboys like that. I mean, we did know the Cowboys – do tend to choke in the playoffs, but did you? I mean, I, I didn't see that coming. I thought Dallas was going to kind of walk all over them. Honestly, the Packers have been so inconsistent. Yeah, I think, I think the Cowboys really proved um, this year uh, that, that, like, uh, set indefinite in stone that they are the choke in the playoffs team. I mean, because <laughs> this is the best I've seen them play up to the playoffs this year that I've seen in several years, and they were. It, just obliterated. I mean, more than more so than normal in the playoffs. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. The Packers, a very young team. I feel like that gives them a lot of spirit and a lot of just want and like, you know, kind of how you say, you know, that team wanted it more. I think the Packers really, really want it. And the 49ers probably want it too. I mean, after the way it ended for them last year, they thought they were on a collision course with the Super Bowl. It struck CMC's playing quarterback, you know, I mean, this, it just kind of messed everything up for him. I think I'm taking the Packers though, bro, for the upset. <laughs> hey man, I want to so bad. I just like, like I said, I'm rooting for the Packers 100%. Um, but if I'm a betting man, I just feel like I got to go Niners here. I picked the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl, man. And it's just like, 
just looking at everything last week kind of just blew my mind on some of the matchups and some of the wins. And I, I don't know. I feel like the Packers want it more, man. And I think the 49ers might go home. Yeah, man, I get it completely. You know, uh, it does scare me that the 49ers are coming off a bye. Um, so Christian McCaffrey, he's well rested. You know, there shouldn't be any worry about him getting hurt or Brock Purdy or anybody. I mean, they're all well rested. You know, they're, they're no, nobody's struggling into going into this game. I mean, the whole team's healthy. That's one thing, you know, mm. um, you know, when they're going week, week in and week out, they get a little banged up and, and, you know, but now they're fresh, they're flesh, fresh legs, ready to go. And I, I want to say that the Packers just, you know, had a hard fought win, but uh, it, it really didn't look like it. So maybe they're fresh too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mr. Bakeslot says, if the Packers can take down San Francisco, would you guys take them to win the Super Bowl, no matter who's on the AFC side? Um, the only thing that worries me is the um, Detroit Lions, um, honestly. And we'll mm. talk about that game here in a little bit, but, I mean, uh, that team scares me just as much. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Lions kind of have holes, you know what I mean? Like, they're vulnerable in spots. Jared Goff is vulnerable. That's their vulnerability. When, you think when, so? Yeah, when he gets pressure, he makes mistakes. And that's, uh, you know, we talked about that in the last game against the Rams. Yeah. And a couple times he got pressured and he and he tried to make a mistake. Luckily, yeah. they they uh, they made it work. But uh, that's definitely a big issue for the Lions. But um, they, 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 don't, they don't have too many holes, in my opinion. Like, they really just have a, a really intense, solid team. And I know your, uh, your Bucks are playing this week, so you're, uh, you know, you're, you're ready for them to fall out. Um, but <laughs> I'm still thinking that, uh, you know, if, if the Niners, if the Packers go to the Super Bowl, 100%, I don't think who's on the AFC side it doesn't matter. I think the Packers win. Oof, oof, Ravens, Packers, you're taking Packers? Yeah, I mean, if, if the Packers beat the Niners, and honestly, I think the Ravens right. aren't, aren't even as hard of a deal as the Bills. I think the Bills is the hardest uh, would be against the Packers in the Super Bowl. But I still think if they can knock out the Niners, then they can pretty much knock out anybody here. I mean, I mean, how can you argue with that, right? Anybody takes down the Niners, they, they're, they're the real deal, the real deal. You know, obviously, you if the Niners, you know, there's some kind of crazy injury or something happens, that's a little different. But, I mean, if they just, you know, man-to-man, wall-to-wall, stand up and shut them down, then. Well, good thing is that there's the the there's a the rule now to have the emergency quarterback. You know what I mean? Because of what happened with Brock Purdy in the um, offense last year in the playoffs. So there's that. I got a question for you, Trey. Do you think that we get an overtime game with the new overtime rules? Because we haven't had one yet, have no, we? No, we haven't. And and you know, I am banking on it being uh, Chiefs Bills. That would just be it's poetry. I don't, I don't know if you know, you know, we're not talking about that game right now, but there, I watched a, a TikTok of uh, Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Josh Allen and they're in an interview or whatever, and, and they asked Josh Allen what his biggest fear was. And Patrick Mahomes stepped in and he said, oh, I know this, I know this, I know this. And they're like, oh, well, what is it? And he said, coin flip. <laughs> Jesus. That's rough. That's yeah, rough. rough. That's rough. Um, but, yeah, let's not skip too far ahead there, buddy. Look, the Packers last week, they played great, man. They And it, and it makes me wonder, and that's the, the problem I have with them versus the 49ers. It makes me wonder, is it the Cowboys choking in the playoffs and just being terrible, or was it the Packers stepping up and just making them look that bad? 
Yeah, or was it both? You know, a little mix yeah. of both. That's that's the way I feel like it was. And you know, uh, but I will say Aaron Jones stepped up in that game for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, three touchdowns. You know, I don't think he's gotten three touchdowns all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I was really proud of him the way he stepped up in that game. But that's how you beat the Cowboys. You know, we figured that out um, was to run on them and, and and make your ground game good. And the Packers relied on that. The Niners. Uh, I'm not sure how to beat the Niners um, outside of you know uh, just out offensing them i mean their their offense is so deep and intense and there's so many options it's, it's hard to just you know you can't double team one man because the next guy's just as good yeah um so you're just gonna have to play twice as good on offense and their defense is stacked so and brock purdy gets rid of the ball so fast dude that like it's almost it's hard to get to him in time and like you said there's so many playmakers out there and and let's see let's think about it all right let's double debo okay you got kittle and you got Ayuk down there and greg jennings is hanging out over there nobody's on him um you know what i mean like you don't okay let's double kittle let's double kittle and debo man pull it down let's not let's have three guys on the line Okay, let's double both of these guys. Well, don't worry, because Brandon Ayuk's out there and he's going to tear it up for you. Yeah, and Christian McCaffrey is going to get checked down to and he's going to run through five people. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Check down, boom, check down city. Um, I'm taking over on Christian McCaffrey's receiving yards, though, by the way. And uh, I think Aaron Jones, anytime touchdown, is a solid bet this week. Yeah, that's definitely a solid bet, I think. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Tommy, just in time, buddy. Just in time. How about them boys? <laughs> Talking about the Packers. Talk about the Packers. Tommy says the Packers are going to show why Brock was the last pick in the draft. Going to make the Niners irrelevant. I see you. Okay. Okay. I like it. I, hey, Tommy, you're just. I think you're just popping in, buddy. Look, Trey, Trey took the Niners. I took the Packers for the upset. Just saying. I want the Packers to win. Yeah, I think we all do. I, I, I gotta go. With the just yeah, just like we said, the dominance of the 49ers, man. If I were you, Tommy, I would be scared. Now, that being said, if you could go ahead and knock the Niners out, <laughs> yeah. and we can take the Lions, I think we could take the Packers. I mean, we just kind of <laughs> did, right? <laughs> yes, sir. So yes, I'm kind of rooting for the Packers to beat the Niners because I don't think we can take the Niners. Well, there you go. Anyways. But if the Packers take the Niners, you think that the Bucks will be able to take We the just beat them. Yeah, but they're – they, I mean, granted, this is one thing, though, when, when people think about a team that knocks out the, you know, the big dog, right? The following week, that team is, is, is tired. They are exhausted. They are wore out. They're not playing at the same level. They just played against the big dog. You know what I mean? So you, you would get a little bit of a, a opportunity there, I think. And I like them opportunities. Um, but, yeah, buddy, hey, eight teams left. Tommy, Packers, Bucks, we're still in it, baby. We're still in it. Still in it. Um, but Packers, 49ers, I think that's going to be a great game. All these games are going to be great. Um, but let's go ahead and hop to the next game, Trey, and that is the Buccaneers at the Lions. Over under for this game is 48 and a half points. Vegas have the Lions picked to win by six and a half. And just for uh, you betters out there, money line odds, you can get Bucks at 220 plus 220 mm. on the, for just getting the dub here. Okay. Yeah, is it that bad? Is, is it that bad? <laughs> I mean, I'll take the Lions. <laughs> taking the Lions. I'm taking the Bucks. I mean, I don't know if you thought <laughs> knew I was going to say that or not, but I'm taking the Bucks, man. I have faith that we can beat anybody, man. I really do. Like the Eagles, 
knocked him out. Wasn't nothing. You know what I mean? The Eagles I mean, knocked himself out. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute, actually. You know, I, w- I wasn't going to do this too much and talk about this, but but how about the tackling for the Eagles? What was going on, bro? It, like, it was terrible, man. I mean, they're, 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 the offense and defense in this game was terrible, and I know they were missing A.J. Brown, but regardless, Devonta Smith was the only positive thing on this team, and, and he got less targets than most of the guys out there. Yeah, yeah, insane, insane. I, I felt like that team gave up. After like the first quarter, like David Moore gets that big touchdown, and they're like, "Well, we tried, guys. We tried." Yeah, you. I mean, you can see it in their face on the sidelines. They're ready to go home. Yeah, just done with it. You know, there's got to be a lot of pressure on them, I guess. But I mean, I mean, we we retired another legend. You know, we retired Drew Brees, Brees back in the uh, 2020. Now we retire an old Jason Kelsey. Yeah, man, and I'm really sad to see that happen, you know, yeah. and because and, uh, uh, Jason Kelsey, man, you know, he's what a great player, what a great center. Um, big respect to him, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, literally, you could walk up to probably uh, 100 NFL fans that, you know, just watch NFL kind of casually and be like, name a center, and I guarantee you the only one that you're going to be able to pull off is Jason Kelsey. Yeah, man. Uh, congratulations to uh, what I, I assume to be a Hall of Fame career for for Jason Kelsey. Congratulations, man. Enjoy retirement. You know you got the podcast. You got all that stuff going on. So you know this guy's going to stay busy. Yeah, sexiest man of the year, all that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Okay, but let's get back to the Buccaneers at the Lions here. <laughs> we kind of got off track a little bit. That's okay. Look, Mr. Bakesalot popping in saying Tampa Bay arguably has the best offensive line out of all the teams in the playoffs. Baker is gonna have to step up. No doubt, no doubt. And that's and that's one thing I love about the Bucks is is Baker's energy on this team. You know, oh, what yeah. he brings to the locker room is obviously big. And people don't uh people don't think that's that's uh too much of a thing, but it really has a lot to do with how the team performed is, is the way their quarterback leads them, um, you know, on and off the field. And and Baker's just got that um that drive and that energy that can really um put some motivation in in, in your inside of you to get you to really go out there and throw down. Yeah, bro. Baker's got, uh, like you said, the energy that he brings, man. I mean, he says Baker needs to step up, man, but it wasn't Baker's fault, Lou. Like, that game would have been a bigger blowout last week against the Eagles if Mike Evans would have caught those, like, almost perfect passes that landed right in his hands. Yeah, man. Several, several great passes that uh, landed right in Mike Evans' hands. And, and that's, that's one guy that definitely needs to step up on this team is Mike Evans. I mean, if, if uh, Mike Evans isn't performing, you know, the, obviously the Eagles were playing like trash, um, but they, they're going to need Mike Evans to perform this week. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Did you see a little bit of the trash talk going back and forth between Baker Mayfield and uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson? Yeah, I did actually. And uh, where C.J. Garner-Johnson was talking about, uh, you know, how he's got all these great receivers, if they just had a better quarterback, talking about like Russell Gage and all this. And, and mm-hmm. uh, Baker was like, uh, Russell Gage hasn't played since the preseason, so he needs <laughs> to watch more tape. Yeah, he's obviously <laughs> watching preseason tape because uh, Russell Gage ain't, ain't played a snap for us so yeah um I, i'm loving i'm loving what i'm seeing from my boys in tampa man for sure but but let's kind of move on to the lions a little bit on this side man jameer gibbs everybody gave the lions crap for grabbing jameer gibbs number seventh overall in the draft last year 
But I'm kind of feeling like that pick has paid off, Trey. What do you think? Yeah, without a doubt, especially in tandem with David Montgomery. I mean, this running back duo is probably my favorite running back duo in the league right now. The way they just push forward and head first drives and just and just straight up the middle and go down head first on these kids. And, mm-hmm. and even with the pass catching with Jameer Gibbs, I mean, he really is, you know, and, and you're just watching him get better every week. Yep. You know, in, in the first of the year, it was kind of like, I don't know. But, you know, it, it the NFL is a whole new world from college football and 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 he had to you know take some time to get used to it and he honestly did it faster than most running backs do absolutely yeah absolutely just just get drafted getting thrust into the role and and doing a very good job at it um you know last week it didn't feel like they could really get much going on the ground with Aaron Donald and that big line there kind of holding them back I think the Bucks defensive line could do a little bit of that as well I mean we did start struggling um with people uh stopping the run but as of lately we've done a lot better man so i mean that's something but last week jared golf had to put the kind of put the team on his back and start throwing the ball out there and he did that man against the rams and that's the thing is he's got the receivers to do it i mean you've got amon raw you've got josh reynolds you got jameson williams i mean all these guys are, are deep ball catchers and they love those plays um, that's the play that they hope for, you know, is that 40 yard bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got to watch out for that and you got to watch out for these running backs. So, I mean, you got to, you got to be at the top of the field and the bottom and be able to cover both. So, and let's not forget about the tight end, Sam Laporta. I think the best rookie tight end out there this year. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, he's, he's been on a roll for sure and obviously had some ups and down moments, but again, he's a rookie um, and he's right. coming in and, and racking up all these touchdowns and playing so well for this team. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's incredible. It really is, buddy. It really is. Uh, Sam Laporta just just tearing it up, just ridiculous numbers. Um, I mean, maybe in line for at least uh, getting a mention for Rookie of the Year thrown in there possibly. What do you think? Yeah, definitely on the list. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, anything else about the Lions that you think my Tampa Bay Buccaneers maybe should probably worry about? Uh, yeah, I can't think of his name, but who's the second-year uh, guy on the defensive line? For um, for for the Lions. For the Lions. Uh Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. yeah. That's one dude you definitely need to be worried about when he puts that uh <laughs> that black paint on his left side. Oh, of his face, yeah. he's ready yeah. oh to just go. the one side. That's yeah, right. he does the one side. You're right. And uh and, and he's a monster, man. Uh he comes to that line and, and he's ready for anything. And you know, and I do think Baker is is one of those guys that um is gonna be ready for something like that. You know, Baker's not a weak QB. Um he's willing to take hits, he's willing to get down and get dirty. Yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely gonna be uh, a big part of this game. Yeah, for sure. The, the thing is, uh, Tristan Wirfs, I think, who's been just an amazing, amazing um, offensive lineman for us, is going to be going against a touch. That's one of the um, that's one of the matchups I'm kind of excited to watch. One of those like low things that nobody really was was even thinking about. Um, but you know, Tristan Wirfs has has been really good, and Aiden Hutchinson was basically unblockable last week against the Rams. So yeah. I'm excited to see how those two kind of match up. Also, I'm I'm pretty sure the Lions. I can't remember the uh, the safety's name, but there's a safety that is out. They've had somebody stepping up to kind of kind of help out. But um, I think that's going to be maybe a weak spot that Tampa Bay Buccaneers hopefully and should definitely, you know, take advantage of, Trey. Yeah, man. We'll have to see. Uh, I, I need Mike Evans to be on his game. <laughs> yeah, Mike Evans. Now, you don't, all, you don't need to get the pass interference, Mike Evans. Just do your thing and catch the ball. He's always trying to catch a flag. Always, man, always. Just throwing his hands up. Like, he need to touch you, Mike. 
I'm just kidding. You just I love dropped you. it. It went through your hands. You dropped it. He's five <laughs> yards behind you. It's not pass interference. Yeah. I love you, Mike. I'm just I'm just messing with you, buddy. Just messing with you. Hey, Mr. Bakesalot says I have Palmer starting in a playoff league. Trey Palmer, the rookie. Hey, big from- touchdown the other night. It made me walk out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, Trey Palmer and uh, David Moore. I mean, the thing Who? is, what? Who? David Moore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Trey, when we were watching it, he's like, who is David Moore? I said, that right there is David Moore. Yeah, I mean, some of these – I love how some of the guys on the Bucks stepped up in that matchup. And and Baker didn't have to zero in on Mike Evans and Godwin. Like, they were getting a lot of the attention. So, the, he was able to really hit Moore and Trey Palmer and, and, and a lot of unknown guys, man. And, and Kate Otten. Kane Otten has been really, really good this year, Trey. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Kate Otten has uh, been a big surprise and uh, really helped the Bucks get to where they are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So final final thought, Bucks at Lions, you're taking the Lions. I'm betting, man, taking the Lions, but I'm rooting for the Bucks. It, it's, it's rough because, like, if there was one team this season who I – would want to maybe get there. Lions would be one of them. Like I've been rooting for them all year. And now my season is basically on the line against these very same lions. So yeah, you go from your season riding on the team that you've talked shit about all year to the team you've loved all year. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Who's it gonna be? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Insane, insane, man. But I love it. I love it. That's why we love football, baby. That's why we love football. Let's go ahead and jump to the next game in the uh, swan song maybe here. We got the Chiefs at the Bills. Over-under for this game is 47 points, and Vegas have the Bills picked to win by two. Um, Very exciting. I was surprised to see that uh, Vegas picked the Bills, you know, with the Chiefs and how they play in the playoffs. Um, you know, but the Chiefs uh, money line right now, if you take the Chiefs to get the W, you get plus 114. So, Ooh. I mean, not bad for taking the Chiefs. Plus the 114 for the Chiefs, huh? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I love it. I love I love that it's come down to this yet again. Chiefs at Bills. I hope the Bills – first off, I'm taking the Bills, okay? I'm taking the Bills to take the dub. Chiefs offense has – had so many struggles, although when the playoffs hit, they did seem to get more in form, but I still feel like the Bills, it's their time. It's their turn. Now, that being said, man, is this game going to come down to what you say a coin flip, Trey? Yeah, well, not not anymore because of the new rules. So now both teams will get a chance to score. So um, the coin flip is no longer a fear for Josh Allen. You're right. Um, what I will say, though, is, you know, uh, like you said, you take the Bills. I'll take the Bills as well. Um, I just hope the right Bills team shows up. Yeah. And I think they will because of how important this matchup is. Um, but you can't count out the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's one thing. As much yeah. as we hate to see it, you can't count out the Chiefs in the playoffs. I mean, they're uh, 2-0 and against the Bills in the playoffs. So, um, obviously, this would be a, a new first, you know. But also, this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes has had a, a road playoff game outside of the Super Bowl in 2020 <laughs> against Tampa Bay. That's insane to think about. I mean, he's literally always played at home. He's always had home field advantage. Um, so he's in new territory as well. You know what I mean? So um, there's a lot of different things that are going to happen in this game. And uh, I really think that, again, Josh Allen is going to put his team on his back he has to. and run their ass to the end zone. He has to. He has to. James Cook. 
James Cook is going to have to also have one of those games like he did in the fantasy playoffs that helped us go on to the next round and make it. You know, James Cook, I think, is going to have to have a really great game against this Chiefs offense. I'm definitely taking the receiving yards on James Cook in this game, buddy. Yeah, you know, uh, in week 14 when Buffalo got that 2017 victory, James Cook had 83 receiving yards. So um, it's it's definitely something that they need to uh, work on and uh, pay attention to. I I would definitely take the over on receiving with James Cook. But I haven't seen much of it since that uh, in the playoffs uh, fantasy league. Uh, so it, it really scares me a little bit, but yeah. I do think that uh, the team is going to do what they do best and uh, and use James Cook. Here's the thing, though, like because he hasn't done much of that since, I think his receiving yards will be really low. Too. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. Like James Cook over under 22. eighteen. Yeah, you think? What do you say? Eighteen to twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-two, eighteen. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. Um. Now let's talk about the Chiefs for a second here. The Chiefs, man, like. We're all like they're going to lose in the first round. This team is 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 not the team that we know. This is not a Super Bowl caliber team. Okay, week one of the playoffs. Here we go. Chiefs get in there and they just start playing like like it's a whole different team, man. Like they've been doing this all year, you know. Yeah, no, it was crazy. I mean, and obviously the weather and the, had to do with the factor. I really think those Dolphins defense, man. I think that they would, did not want to touch people because it was so cold. I mean, you watched how uh, Patrick Mahomes ran up the line, and they literally just parted the sea for him because they did not want to get touched, <laughs> tackled, cold, nothing. I mean, it, it was pitiful performance by the Dolphins' defense. But the Chiefs did look t- uh, top-notch. And like, like like you said, like they've been doing this all year. Like this this is the team that we are. We hadn't seen it up until last week. And, uh, you know, I'd be impressed if they carried over into this game. I know this is going to be a knockdown, drag-out game. I'm expecting three touchdowns on each side of the ball oh. uh, minimum. I really think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be an overtime game. I'm banking on an overtime that game. Would- I can't wait to see an overtime in this game. Um, but we'll have to see how it goes. Obviously, I do think it's going to be a very close game, though. I will take the Bills. I mean, if it does go into overtime, right? I mean, th- is that going to fit into the whole narrative that the NFL is rigged? Of course, and that's that's great for media. You know, <laughs> even even that the NFL isn't rigged, the the NFL is is praying that this game goes into overtime. They want that media attention. Yeah, you know, even like like they say, negative attention is attention. You're right. You're right, buddy. You're you're 100 right. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs, the 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 rookie Rasheed Rice really stepped up in the playoff game against the Dolphins. I think this guy is going to be something special moving forward. I think he's going to have to have another big game if they want to just hold up against this Bills offense, uh, Bills defense. I'm sorry. Um, what do you think? I think that Stephon Diggs is going to have to step it up, man. Um, I think that they're going to need him in this game. You know, he didn't really hasn't really shown up in the last eight weeks almost. Um, and you know, uh, I don't know if Gabe Dave is playing in this game or not. I know he was inactive last week, so uh, that's another guy that they're going to need some help with on the Bills. I mean, the Bills are going to need everything that they have, um, every gun, every ammo, every I mean, every last drop. Um, they're going to need to come out here against these Chiefs because um, the Chiefs, you know, they've been here. They know what it's like, uh, and they can do it in style. The Bills are going to be, um, you know, fighting from behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking for uh, to keep on with kind of the betting uh, stuff I've been saying. Khalil Shakur, Shakur, take his over on receiving yards, man, because if especially if Gabe Davis is out, because this guy's been dynamic, Trey. 
Yeah, man, he's definitely had some pop throughout the year. I mean, I started him a couple weeks in fantasy, uh, and you know, he, he had like a big wave of several weeks where he went off, and yeah. uh, then it kind of died down a little bit, and uh, got some work last week. Uh, so if Gabe Davis out of this game again, I, I like Khalil Shakir a lot. Absolutely, man, absolutely. And Hardy, number 11, Hardy, somebody who I think because of Gabe Davis, he actually got, um, you know, some opportunities last week, man. And, you know, it's going to be another cold game, that's for sure. More snow in New York. I mean, I, I was so surprised on how nice they actually got the stadium to look after the videos that I saw. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you, you can't see the videos of the fans like wading through snow in the stands, but yeah. uh, definitely the field. I mean, they had that thing looking like it ain't snowed in a year. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I heard a rumor that actually fans were out there helping. Clean no, yeah, it up. they 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 uh, I, I saw a post where they uh, they asked their fans to come out. Anybody that would show up the night before the game, pay them twenty dollars an hour plus oh. lunch um, to shovel snow. And they did. And they shoveled snow until 6 a.m. And then the game got postponed. And then they did it again the following night. Ooh, they got um, another day's work out exactly, of it. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, to, and to, I think they had several hundred people show up. You know what I mean? So the Bills footed, uh, footed a bill, you yeah. know, for to get to get the stadium clean. But, I mean, uh, I, I mean, you go out there and you clean your your stadium for your team and you shovel that snow and you go to that game and you win that game. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a book. You could write a book about that. That's love. <laughs> that's love for your team right there. Bills Mafia really showing up for their team, man, for sure. For What's that sure. uh, Eagles movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, where he plays football and he shows up and he does the uh, walk on the field? And that's the kind of heart, that kind of yeah. Bills motivation. Gives yeah, me. that's going to bother me now. I'm trying to figure out the name of that movie. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I feel like it starts with a Y or something. Forever? P, but – What'd you say, P? Starts with a P, I don't know. I don't know, like forever or something. Like, hey, if you're in the comments and you know, please pop it in there because that's going to bother the crap out of me until I'm going to hear it and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like persevere. I don't know. <laughs> something like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a definitely a great moving movie. Mark Wahlberg, uh, Walk On for the Eagles. You guys should check it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, but nonetheless, heart. Is what it's got to be, exactly. brother. It's what it's got to be. I did love watching them when the Bills did score and when they finally won. Instead of throwing the snowballs at the players this time, they were just like throwing snowballs up in the air, man. It was awesome, man. I'm, I'm really happy for Bills Mafia. And I think this Bills team can go to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. I think if they get past the Chiefs, they get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because then if not, then I mean, and that's one good thing that about the games on Sunday, whoever wins knows who they're playing immediately. If the Bucks win, they know they're playing whoever the Packers, I'll say, because I want it to be that. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Chiefs at Bills. We get it for another year, Trey, another year. Oh, I think it's going to be uh, a dynasty at this point. I think these teams <laughs> are going to battle off for the next 10 years. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Guys, if you are watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. And guess what? We have memberships now available right here on YouTube, guys. It's down in the description, man. We've unlocked Super Chats now, man. So if you want to show your boys love, bring it on. We appreciate the love, appreciate the support, man. And we have got merch also man so also down in the description man check out some of our merch and other great things that we have man it means a lot uh, we appreciate the support um it's been a good year trey without a doubt without a doubt it's gonna keep being a good year yeah buddy yeah buddy i meant some good season 
good good season and, and like a season continues. and it's a good year i mean we've only been <laughs> 20 days or so but it's been a great year so far man um but uh thank you guys i appreciate y'all very much man thank you guys so much for watching we shall see thee on the next one peace love chicken grease Check out fourthandflex.com where you can find our YouTube channel, become a subscriber, and you could win free prizes such as signed jerseys and anything in between. That's fourthandflex.com. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to your boys. Enjoy the show. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.